Welcome to Harrimanology, the official podcast to keep up with Harriman City. We'll take you inside the city, explore the latest news and updates, show you how your government operates, and discuss the issues that affect us all. Now, here are your hosts talking all things Harriman on Harrimanology. That's right, it's Harrimanology. Welcome back. It's been a few weeks longer than we would have hoped until the last time we talked, but here we are again. I'm John LaFollette, Communications Manager for Harriman City, joined as always by Tammy Moody, Assistant City Manager for Harriman. Tammy, how are you doing? I am good. I am really good. I think, you know, the reason for the lapse was obviously holidays, a lot of different things going on in the city. We obviously got new leadership in our city, which was really exciting. And now we are beginning the legislative session. We're eight days into a 45-day session. You've been driving I don't know how many miles on Utah's lovely freeways, <laughs> joining I don't know how many meetings, phone calls, uh, receiving and probably sending a barrage of emails. Clearly you needed something to do. So <laughs> we're uh, we're here to talk about the legislative session that's going on. Tammy, of course, as the assistant city manager, oversees the administration department, the communications department, finance, IT court, customer service, economic development, and overseas, and kind of is the day-to-day operation of the Government Affairs Department. So uh, you're both host and kind of expert guest today. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know about that, but I, I do my best. Um, but first, we would love to take a moment to introduce the new mayor of Harriman City, yes. Mayor Lauren Palmer, who was sworn in a few weeks ago, has had one city council meeting under his belt. We'll have the second one tonight, as of the recording of this uh, Very podcast. Exciting. Mayor Palmer, welcome. Why don't you take a second to introduce yourself to our uh, lovely Harrimanology listeners? Well, thank you. I appreciate you having me on today. Um, excited to get going, not just with the podcast like this, with the session, but just service to the city. I'm excited. Yeah, I've been out in Harriman eight years now, coming up on nine, about eight and a half years right now, my family and I. Um, I have five kids. We live in the Lafayette subdivision over near the cemetery. I've uh, been on the planning commission for three years and just just got excited about the opportunity to serve and decided to throw my hat in the ring and just excited to serve and get out and be with the people and listen to the people and just, I'm not a politics guy. I tell everybody I'm truly not a politics guy. So this, a lot of this, especially this session, being up at legislative session has been eye-opening because <laughs> you have to play politics a little bit in this role for yeah. sure but sure. just for me that i was just anxious to serve the community and anxious to get going so i appreciate it it's what kind is, of coming at you like a fire hose it's though been the un- last few weeks have it's been unbelievable been like. <laughs> it's been there's not a book on this there's really no. on how to be a mayor how to serve in these roles there's not a training manual there's i mean there's training there's things available to procedures us. and rules but other than that it's You're on your own. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so it's been a lot of stuff I didn't anticipate. Um, been busier than I thought, honestly. I anticipated being busy, but it's been busy with the session right away. I mean, you get sworn in and then you're into session and committees and meet and greets. Everybody wants to meet mm-hmm. the new guy, which yep. is great, you know, establishing those relationships that can benefit the city. But so it's been busy, but worth it, you know, and it's worth it. Absolutely. So. Well, we appreciate everything that you and the everyone on staff are doing, especially during the legislative session, to make sure that Harriman's voice is heard, getting in the in the conversations with our state representatives, our team of lobbyists, um, our just the whole team of people who are working with this legislative session, of course, all year round. Why don't you give just kind of a glimpse of what your day-to-day looks like, both you, Tammy, and Mayor Palmer. The legislative session specifically, what is, from when you wake up, if you ever go to sleep, I mean, who really knows, 
to uh, <laughs> meetings, phone call. What does that look like throughout the day right now? Um, I know for me, from staff perspective, it is almost a 24-7 because bills are constantly coming out at various times throughout the day. It's not like, oh, every day at noon, new bills are released. That's not how it works. Um, it's also a lot of reading. So I don't know if everybody's looked at how many bills are out already, but there's, you know, there's a few hundred from both the House and the Senate. And I go through each of those bills to see if they impact our city at all. And then if so, they get forwarded on then to our council and our city manager for review. And I also send them to some of our department heads and say, hey, could I gather your input? Um, Could you tell me how this would affect the work you do and how it would affect our community? Um, From there, then, of course, it's working with our legislators, working with our lobbyists, speaking regularly with the council and trying to to represent Harriman in the best way that we can um, in our positions on some of these bills. Um, So it really is, um, you know, the session doesn't quit on the weekends. So so it's an everyday thing. And so Mayor Palmer is absolutely correct when he says it just comes at you like there's so much to do. It's very, very busy. This is the busiest 45 days that they'll see. And it's extremely busy. It doesn't really mean that things slow down for the council after this 45 days, because then there's a lot of additional city business that comes comes into play after the session. And of course, just in general with a city like ours that experiences really rapid growth. So that's kind of my take from a staff perspective on it. But I think uh, I think the mayor will have a really interesting perspective on this because he he has to be the representation of the city. He is our voice. Well, and, it, and Tammy truly is our point person up there at the at the Capitol. Truly is. She's got the relationships up there. She's been impressive to see her work those relationships. So she's been a huge point person for the city and represents our city very well. So we thank her for that. Um, on our part, for the elected officials right now, it's we've been up there doing some committee meetings, mm-hmm. um, meeting with, um, again, meeting with our legislators, meeting with other mayors, meeting with other representatives from other cities, um, finding similar, you know, commonalities that we can fight on issues that we can work together. So right now it's building relationships. Um, Tammy's the one up there most of the time. As mayor, it's still a part-time Role really is truly a part time, so I don't have time to be up there the whole time. Right now, I mean, it's going to get busy as more bills. Right now, we're mm-hmm. still early in the session, yes. um, but it's going to get busier. I've still been up there. I think three days I've been up there mm-hmm. out of the eight so far, mm-hmm. but it will get busier as the session gets on. As more important bills keep working through the session. Right now, we rely on Tammy a lot to find out what's going on up there. But as they get closer to being passed and going through past <laughs> committees onto their onto get votes, then that's when we'll have to get up there and really start working with our, you know, our lobbyists and our legislators to fight for what's in our best interest out here. Mm-hmm. I do always tell the mayor, be on standby because we might need you to testify in a hearing on this bill. So he, he, he has to deal with several texts from me and emails from me. Um, but <laughs> and, and fortunately, there's some, fortunately <laughs> there's some Zoom options right now. There are yes. some, yeah. some options that way, some virtual options, which really helps mm-hmm. when we can't run down there if there's a bill that... Like Tammy said, there's hundreds of bills we're trying to keep an eye on. And if something goes to committee and we've missed it, at least we can hop on and Mm -hmm. still represent that way. But we're doing our best. I'll tell you, that's that's one thing already I've I've loved about this is representing the city. You're not up there just fighting for yourself anymore. I've never done this before, so you're not just 
fighting for yourself or a group of friends or some neighbors. I mean, you feel like you're representing every resident out here and what's best for everybody out here. And so that's been, it really has been a privilege. Before the session started, we published in the newsletter on the website, various platforms, things we anticipated to focus on as a city, as the legislative session approached. And now that it's begun, if we could just review what some of those priorities were, things that we are definitely keeping our eye on. And of course, bills are going to come up that might surprise us or that we need to add to that list. But what do we have right now on our radar for legislative priorities? Probably want to touch on housing and infrastructure and mm-hmm. how important those are for the city. Those seem to be topics that have been at the top of everybody's list over the past couple of years, and Harriman is no stranger to that. Um, we have experienced a lot of growth in our housing. We are working on our economic growth, and of course, with that comes infrastructure needs. Would you agree, Mayor? Absolutely. That's. I think that's been our main focus this year is trying to work with our county and state partners to bring We've taken a lot of the growth on out here. Absolutely, have taken on a lot of that growth, and we need help. We need partnerships with um, the state to really come up with some funding for this area, to really focus on some east-west routes, um, try to focus on even some transit options out here. We just, we've got to do something out here. And so that's been a big focus um, as we've lobbied for money, state dollars out here. There's always a lot of state money available every year, and it's kind of fighting for our fair share, I guess, of that. Um, so we're really watching infrastructure for sure. Um, I can hit on one on the one we're really excited about already has been a win. I would call it a win for the city already, Tammy. Yes, absolutely. Um, we were just informed last night by Senator McKay that and this was one of our goals this session. And hats off to Tammy for working on this. But there's a bill that just already um, was it amended already mm-hmm. to turn over what they call juris- it's jurisdictional transfer from Harriman City to the state of Utah for 126 South or Harriman Parkway. From It's a city road from where it ends in, from Mountain View, mm-hmm. correct? That's a city road. But now in that bill, the state will take that over, which will take some pressure off the city, really some expenses as far as maintenance, um, future growth, future widening. So that's a, that's a big win. It doesn't feel like much right now, but it's a big win for our city. Huge it is win. a huge win, especially because that road will eventually extend all the way out to the new U111 realignment. And so it will be a very long stretch of road and it will be nice to have dollars go into that road um, that will offer some additional relief for transportation for our community. Absolutely. What are some of the other bills that you focused on this week or that you've met about, just kind of things that have been on your radar in this last week, the first week of the session? Well, there, um, as noted, there are a lot of bills that are still in the works that haven't necessarily made their way um, into the bill list yet. But we are, we have been working pretty closely on um, what's been referred to as SB 34 plus, and that is a housing bill. Um Obviously, that is something that Terraman City is watching very closely. I believe, Mayor, you have had conversations in some of these committees on that bill. Um, and it is something that we hold close because it will impact our cities. Um, th- the housing bills always impact cities and cities know their communities better than anybody else. So it's something that we're keeping a close eye on. Well, I would say for those that don't know what SB 34 was, it was a bill passed, I believe, two sessions ago that requires cities to check off some boxes as far as to get state funding for infrastructure. The cities had to check off some boxes as far as what they were doing for affordable Affordable. housing. Mm -hmm. And so SB 34 is an attempt to possibly expand some of those checklists. Um, We're keeping an eye out to make sure, because we feel like we've 
gone above and beyond out here and taking on some density, taking on a lot of the growth out here, um, making sure that we're not being punished for doing things the right way and then the rules change halfway down. We're just trying to be really careful and make sure that that it doesn't get too complicated because we need that infrastructure out here. And it's, I would love to see more incentive. We've talked about that, that I'd like to see rewards and incentives for doing some of these things instead of looking to be punished if we don't fall into certain categories. But because we're doing, I mean, we've done our fair share out here and it's, so we're just fighting for that, mm-hmm. make sure we still get that infrastructure money. So yes. we're going to keep an eye on SB 34 plus and see, make sure it doesn't. Water conservation. Obviously, with going through this drought, um, even though we did have a few days where we received some really good snowpack this year, it still is not enough to completely solve all of our issues when it comes to drought conditions. And so there are two bills that we are working with um, very closely that involve water conservation, particularly when it comes to landscaping types, and then, of course, just general water conservation methods. Um, There's also one of those bills um, suggests that water should be a part of a city's general plan, um, at least for cities of a certain size. Some of the more, you know, rural or smaller cities, it it doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense for them to put that in their plan. But for cities like Harriman, um, they they would like to see that included in the bill. Absolutely. And I agree with that's one bill I think we are all in agreement on that that's a great bill that we need we all need to plan water out here because we're not the growth isn't slowing down so it's good that we plan in accordingly and we're taking measures there's another bill out there on the landscaping requirements that mm-hmm. we've already passed we already exceed the bill that they're trying to pass on the state our planning commission has recently approved some stuff that, mm-hmm. with the city's water efficiency mm-hmm. standards yes. water effici- um, as far as park scripts and front yards so we're already taking those steps so it's it's kind of fun to be ahead of that when the state's bringing this up and saying we already checked those boxes on that side mm-hmm. of things and then, of course, economic development. That is another thing that is really important to Harriman as we continue to grow our economic development and our, our services and amenities that we can provide for our community. Um, there is House Bill 151 that specifically talks about retail incentives. And that is something that the city is keeping a close eye on um, simply because, you know, we, in, in efforts to try to attract businesses to come to this area when we have limited access to the city. We are seen as more of a bedroom community, but we do have the benefit of lining along Mountain View Corridor. Um, But with that, sometimes incentives can be a good tool to entice businesses to come to your city. However, those incentives, of course, should have some restrictions for use on them, kind of an if this, then that. You know, there should be expectations that come along with those. And, and of course, I don't think as a city we would ever want to abuse a use of incentive because we want to work in the best interests of our community. But that is a bill that we are watching closely because if it does pass, it really does limit the city's ability to determine what is best what are the best tools to use as we look for um, increasing our economic development? Completely agree. That's it's critical. I mean, we're just getting to that point in the city where this tool becomes a valuable tool for us. And so I think it's critical we fight for as hard as we can to keep that tool available to us because it's we've done everything else that they've told us to do to prepare for the economic development. And now we need to take advantage of this tool. Right. We definitely have the rooftops. I, I think, um, you know, some some of these bills that, that impact that, that are talking about um, the incentives and what's offered, they want you to 
not be able to offer incentives unless you take those areas and put in a housing component for part of it and then do your economic development on the other portion. And I think as a city, we see that we've taken care of the housing component already and we would like to see that that would be that would be considered and that would the housing in that area would go into play. We wouldn't then have to um, consider adding another housing component to areas that we have designated for our economic development. Absolutely. Um, and then, of course, I think there's, you know, there's bills on education that, that I think the city will keep a close eye on. Um, of course, you know, we know that our residents love recreation, so we will always look for funding opportunities for parks, trails, open space. Those things are very important to our community. Um, so I think there's there's really a lot happening, and every day, like I said, there's more bills that are introduced. So we still have a lot of work ahead of us. Of Long road ahead of us still. <laughs> well, that's certainly a good start. Only a weekend, a lot of it still to come. <laughs> yes, it has only been a week. You've been basically awake for two weeks, I'm sure. But Tammy has for sure. <laughs> Tammy for sure. Yes. Good on you. It's appreciated, and uh, unfortunately slash fortunately, still a lot more to come. Uh, we'll we'll have these updates here on Hermanology throughout the session uh, where we sit down with Tammy and Mayor Palmer and, and talk about the things that happened in the last week and, and anything to look forward to in the week ahead. And I would encourage residents, if they see a bill that is concerning to them, that affects them, that we may, it may not be on our radar. Mm -hmm. we're, try, we're doing our best to keep our eye on everything. But if, if there's a bill coming up that may affect you, please reach out to us. Reach out to Tammy at this, at, or reach out to us on council and we'll put it on our radar and make it a priority for sure. Yeah. Thank you for joining today. Tammy for hosting and joining. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> you, Always Tom. double duty. <laughs> really weird spot to be in. But <laughs> Looking forward to these. These are fun. This is good. Yes. Uh, that's all for Hermanology today. We'll catch you next week, probably. We'll talk about more legislative session and anything else that comes up. Thanks for listening.